Welcome to episode 192 of Coffee Pods and Wads. The podcast, as always, is sponsored by Rain Body Fuel, fueling elite fitness and having you ready for whatever's on the whiteboard, at least when it comes to caffeine. The Hybrid Academy, uh, their website, thehybridacademy.store, uh, will give you everything you need from socks to quarter zips and everything in between, and you can use Pod 10 for a discount on there finest clothes on the market uh burrowboxcoachdevelopment.com are offering you the opportunity to peak your coaching through introspection and reflection you can go to burrowboxcoachdevelopment.com and use pods for a discount there and it is a crossfit recognized course and another crossfit recognized course the gymnastics course are offering you a discount if you pick your location and email info at the and mention the show they'll sort you out with a discount for that uh whoop are also sponsoring the show and they're offering a year's free membership to a member of the show community page that's com c-o-m-m hyphen two zero zero eight two eight if you want to join that uh, you do that in the whoop app and uh, more details follow that competition and if you want to join uh, whoop you can use join.whoop.com forward slash cpw um, you get a free 4.0 and you get a discount on your membership all while supporting the show uh, today's guest is olivia kersteder uh, olivia is a 16 year old phenom uh, training with jacob hepner and dominating the teen scene uh, we chat about training with jacob and winston uh, winning the games last year waterpalooza this year and facing into a decision on whether to go elite or pursue teen goals for another year enjoy listen share and tag thanks man for doing this um i appreciate you taking the time out um you're i are you 16 still yeah i just turned 16 in december i had a moment uh before just as i was sitting down where i was like i have a two-year-old and like a five-month-old and i was like she's closer in age to my kids than to me and I was like oh god and then I was like does that mean she's really young or am I really old um but yeah I don't know I'm I'm not gonna look too much into that um so are you still in school yeah I go to school full-time okay and I'm a sophomore in high school um so you go so it's like you go to school in person all the time now then and were you off yeah were you doing it remote at any point um just for covid we were remote for like a couple months but um i'm fully in person now again and how did you find being remote versus in person um i liked it i liked it a lot better obviously for like it was easier for training wise and stuff too but um it was easier just i could get my work done and be done for the day and not just have to sit there and like do nothing basically but it was a lot less time consuming and but and have you is like crossfit big where you are like say in your school is there loads of other people that do it or is it like are you kind of uh an outlier in your social group we'll say uh i would definitely say i'm an outlier i don't know anyone at my school that does it and do people know that you do like do people know that you are like a world champion in your age or is like is there an awareness about it in the school or are people like just oblivious to it yeah I think people know like they know I do cross and stuff I don't know if they know like how big it is or like like how big of a deal it is of like what I've done and stuff but they know I do it yeah 
I like yeah because it's probably it's the type of sport that's probably more likely to be trained by staff members at your school than students so I'd be I'd be curious yeah. if there's like a math teacher who's like oh shit that's the girl who snatched <laughs> like whenever you walk into class um so I was looking up your stats um just on the open you know like the games profile uh when you search the athletes or whatever um so you finished fourth worldwide in your age in like 2020 and 2021 in the open um and then obviously 2020 the teen division was the first to be shelved when the proverbial hit the fan i suppose did you do the pit uh teen championships or anything that year no yeah i did the pit throwdown. Okay. how was that um i got first there so that was like my first like time like winning something that's cool and yeah that's amazing like because it's i think when that was on and the the masters there was a masters competition that they, they just kind of really pushed to have both of them and I, like it's easy to forget that there's people like you who you know like if you said that was the first time that you had that kind of uh podium moment like that if they hadn't have pursued it if they haven't hadn't pushed as hard as they had you would have had to wait for that moment or you know like it could have changed things for you a lot i suppose yeah um so then when in like in 2021 then you have a repeat of fourth uh in the open and then you finished so you finished first in the online uh qualifiers for 2021 and i was curious does that like does that give you confidence or does it like crank up the pressure a bit when you know as the games come closer are you like i'm confident i'm feeling good i won the online qualifiers so i'm obviously in a good position or are you thinking oh god i came first like i have a target on my back because i came first yeah i think it was definitely a little bit of both like at first i was happy and like surprised that i won it like i didn't think i would win it but then so once i won it it like gave me confidence but it also was like oh gosh now people are like kind of like relying on me or like I'm the like favorite to win the games and so like it was a lot of pressure but it also gave me confidence and um, what what are the standout moments then from from that year so you obviously won like your your you came first at the games so I will will take like standing on the podium away and just focus on the other moments um during the competition is there anything that stands out as like I'll never forget that um there were so many like moments like that. Just it was my first games experience, so I was kind of just taking it all in and like trying to have fun. And I mean, I had Jacob there with me. He made it like so much fun. Like in the back area, in the warm up area, everything. Like he made sure I wasn't worried about like my placing or the leaderboard or whatever. And I was just like enjoying myself and like um, having fun and like taking in what I was doing there. And yeah, so. It was fun. You had the heaviest snatch, um, the heaviest female snatch at the games. Is that true? Oh, yeah. That was a cool moment, too. But that's like, that's incredible when you think that there was also a snatch event in the elite female uh, division as well. Like, so it's like, it is crazy because I think like we work in kilos. um, So then anytime I see an event with pounds, I'm 
like I realize oh okay I have to divide and then I just kind of lose interest and I just think like I try and count the plates and I try like I try and just guesstimate what's happening because <laughs> it's like I can't be bothered trying to actually phys- physically work it out but I remember when I saw the clip of you uh snatching I was like oh okay that oh, oh no I'm I'm obviously doing my mental math wrong because that's way too much that doesn't make any sense and then I just kind of blew past it and then I was reading the comments and I was like oh no I was actually right with my my bad maths was actually good maths and she's just ridiculous um did you know like I assume that is was that a PR or was that in the bank already was that a confident play, uh, barrier stepping up to or was it like a, a bit of a swing yeah, it was a it was a seventeen pound PR, so it was big. Like, I felt like, yeah, I like felt like I could do it, but and then so I think I did one ninety seven or something before that. So I had already hit a big PR, so I was like, just go for it, and yeah, that was huge. And it, like, is it a big? uh difference the adrenaline and the crowd and all is that like is that what really got it do you think yeah that definitely like helped a lot like the adrenaline like it's so different like I probably could never have hit that at the gym just on any day but um the crowd and the adrenaline really kicked in and do you like do you take like you say that you wouldn't have hit that in the gym I mean I mean I'm sure you would at some point maybe just not maybe not like as fatigued as you were that day or whatever but like do you try and take that back with you to the gym then like are you do you try and feed off uh because obviously it's easy I suppose when you finish first in something and you win something to you know maybe throttle back a bit or relax a little bit or become complacent I suppose you don't strike me as the type of person that does come become complacent about things so like do you try and use those moments and those like uh victories that you had over the like I suppose the large victory that you had in the competition but then even the little mini victories like that PR and stuff like that do you try and use that in your training or when the games are over and you're you know you take a bit of downtime or whatever are you literally starting from scratch and just everything else is irrelevant now yeah I feel like moments like that and just winning the games and all like it gives me a lot of motivation and like I feel like that last year it gave me a lot of confidence and like it just proved that like I was good enough and that like I could actually like compete and I had like a chance so it definitely motivates me like in the gym and gives me a ton of confidence. Um, I was listening to you did an interview at Morning Chalk Up at the games I think was that last year that you did that Um, and in that interview you were talking about your sister and you were saying that it was her doing crossfit or whatever and i think your dad was it like that's how you got started in it um like was there a point because i heard in that interview i heard jacob say like that ellie used to go to him and they were they were like training or whatever and that you'd be there with like a, a, a training bar kind of messing around like mimicking what they were doing i suppose but like was there a point where it stopped being like, oh, this is kind of fun and like different and started being like, oh, I'm going to win the games or I'm going to, I want to qualify for the games or I want to like, it, it, can you remember, was there a conversation or was it more gradual and it just kind of snowballed? Um, I feel like it was kind of gradual. Like I did it for a while and uh, my sister got third at the game. So once she did that and I like trained with her every day, I, I knew I wanted to like go to the games and like do that too. 
but it wasn't until like I would always do the qualifiers like with her and the open and I would like put my look at my scores and like see what place I would get and once I started seeing like oh I would qualify like it kind of got more real and like training got more serious it wasn't just like messing around with a trainer bar it was like trying to compete with my sister and like just get better every day are you close to your sister now yeah yeah and is there is there any kind of like uh bitterness over the fact that you came first and she came third or is there any like is there is there like a friendly rivalry kind of thing um i don't know like i can mention it every once in a while just <laughs> if like if you're both reaching if you're both reaching for yeah, the same but... snack or something yeah <laughs> Yeah, but she's always saying, like, oh, I retired. Like, she's in college now, so she's always like, oh, I'm retired. Like, I don't care. I know you're better than me now. But, yeah, it's just a funny joke now. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Jacob is – it was his gym that you were uh, going to originally, I suppose. Um. And then now he has his, like – I don't know what you'd call it, like estate <laughs> with his barren gym. Yeah. Uh, so do you train there all the time now? Yeah. And does he program for you or is it his programming company that programs for you or how does that work? Yeah, it's his programming company. Like, I mean, I followed the programming before it was a company, but yeah. um, there's a, my coach's name is Jill. She runs the programming and me and Jacob just do it yeah i've seen i saw you post about her after waterpalooza i think you had it there was a picture of you and her yeah okay um so then what it like is there a title on your relationship with jacob then if she's your coach is he like uh uh like advisor like how how would you describe like a number one fan like how would you describe his uh role in your career now yeah, technically he's just my training partner, but I would say he's yeah, definitely number one fan and <laughs> he's basically like a big brother role for me. Like uh I have two sisters, so he's like the brother of the family. But it must be inval- invaluable though because like you mentioned that he was there like in I suppose like in a coaching role like like or, or partial coach role anyway at the games. Like to have someone who's been through all like possible imaginable competitive scenarios or you know like he's been the favorite of competitions he's been the outsider of competitions he's been the dark horse he's been you know he's done everything really in competition so like it must be nice to have that to rely on um do you like do you talk about those kind of things like does he offer up advice or is it more like uh you do you ask him questions or do you, is it just kind of is there like unspoken advice given like mid-workout you know or after work because I know like you seem to have kind of a what would you call it like a competitive banter I suppose where I suppose from the outside looking in it looks like he tries to put you in your place a lot and fails like a lot so like is it through kind of demonstration and stuff that he gives you advice with competition or, or are there explicit conversations where you guys sit down and talk through like scenarios that might arise and stuff um yeah he definitely gives me like a ton of advice like and sometimes we joke about it he like give like he'll teach me like how to rebound box jumps or how to like bounce hang cleans and he's like 
whenever I use it in a workout against him, he's like, oh, I taught you how to do that. And now you're beating me because like, I would have been able to beat you if I wouldn't have taught you that or whatever. But um, so he teaches me a lot of things just like that. And he definitely gives me competition advice. Like Jill is my coach and programs the workouts and um, like gives me advice going like how to pace things or whatever, but he can give me advice on like, competition aspect of it it's probably something that i suppose for a lot of athletes like no matter how good your coach is you can't like there's a thing of like i've been there i've done it like i know what it feels like i know Mm -hmm. like i know exactly what you're feeling before you step out on the floor versus a coach saying like i assume i know what it feels like but you know like it's it hits different i suppose when he's done it and he's been there and you know like i guess his his advice might ring a bit truer i suppose um is it difficult to train with him and train in the barn and everything with Winston walking around? I assume there's just like a consistent <laughs> distraction. Uh, yeah, but Winston, but he's pretty good at staying out of the way, like of the barbells and stuff. So, but yeah, he's fun to like in between sets you get a pet, but he does always take my spot. So <laughs> I'm always sitting on the ground when he's, always takes my bench or whatever but yeah. yeah um there's there's been a lot of uh I suppose a shift of teen athletes into the elite field over the last I suppose it's happened all along but I suppose now there's an element of success that they're bringing with them whereas before maybe one or two made it through and then a lot of others kind of either stopped competing or you know just couldn't make the transition I suppose um but in the last few years you've had like you know, Emma and Mal and Dallin and James and Annika and like there's a lot moving in and, and making a, a name for themselves. Um I've I've spoken to like all well, most of those names that I mentioned there, and one thing that's come up or either t- like speaking to me or on other shows is kind of a they ex- seem to all have accepted early on that like while success as a teenager is nice and it's a you know, it's a nice thing to happen that the focus is on the elite and like you know that success as a teenager doesn't necessarily mean you'll be successful in the elite field and that a lack of success as a teenager doesn't mean that you won't be successful as in the elite field for you is it are are you kind of because I suppose you have another have you got two years left as a teenager technically yeah so then like are you thinking at all about the elite field or because I know like technically now this year you could go in the elite field so are you you know like is there because I suppose from where I'm sitting you could there's an element of risk I suppose from going like too fast too soon but then there's also you don't want to like hold off and miss out on something like do you do you view the teen division as where you are now and the elite division as something that will come whenever it comes or are you like growing anyway impatient with the teen division and and knowing that like because I've seen you use the rx weights for for workouts with Jacob and stuff so is there an element of impatience there yeah like I mean part of it is like undecided so far but it is a lot like I want to stay like in the teen division while I can but then I also am like eager to like compete and see like how I would do against the like elites because that's like where I want to be in the end so it's hard to 
try and decide and I'm going to have to make that decision pretty soon. And is the, so is the season set up in such a way that you have to declare which you're doing or can you go as far as feasible in the elite field and then say, oh, actually, I'm going to do the online qualifier and go that route instead? Like, is there, is there a point in during the season where you have to make an actual decision? Um, I think that at, like, semifinals, that's the point where you have to choose. So I can do, like, quarterfinals with the elites and see where I rank, but um, I still think it would be really risky to, like, choose to go to an elite semi and, like, if I don't make top five, then that's kind of crazy, so... Yeah. yeah, I suppose, especially when you have two years left as teen, it'd be different if you, you yeah. know, like, yeah, okay, that's fair. Um, one of the things that came up with uh, a few people, I interviewed Matt Fraser recently, and he said that when he's looking at social media or when he was looking at social media as an athlete, that he almost never shared anything because he didn't want, he was always afraid that something it could be something in the background or something he said or something he was doing during a workout or during his training or whatever that it would give one of his competitors an advantage or it would give someone, you know, like someone would see him doing something and think, oh shit, I'm going to start doing that. Um, do you think it, because I know that you and Jacob share a lot, like you, you know, you show your times, you show the workouts that you're doing, obviously not everything, but like you show uh, snippets, I suppose do you think a time will come where you'll crack down and become more selfish and more like kind of secretive of what you're doing? Or do you think that you like view it differently than Fraser views it? Um, I, I can kind of see where he's coming from. And I think that there probably will be a time like where I'm like, okay, I don't want to be posting all my like PRs or whatever. Cause then everyone knows what I'm doing, but at the same time, it's, like, then people know what I'm doing and they know, like, um, that I'm, like, there to compete and stuff. But, yeah, I can see um, – I would definitely probably um, stop, like, posting all that stuff and give the competitors an edge, like, once I start, um, like, actually competing against the elites. Yeah, you can just break out your heavy snatch and – shock everyone then like once a year yeah. or um if you were to go the elite route this year and went to what's the closest semi-final to you like geographically um i don't know probably granite games or mac oh yeah or what's the other one? syndicate they're both in the same event they're same venue i think aren't they um would you have one that you'd rather do over any of the others or like is it would it come like would it come down to looking at the field like do you look at the field thinking like oh wouldn't it be cool to okay Tia probably from what we've read anyway has to go to Torian but like is it a case of you want to compete against the best of the best at the semi-final stage or would it would you rather kind of have an okay field you know guarantee yourself or give yourself the best possible chance at making top five and maybe not necessarily competing against the absolute best of the best and then saving that for august yeah i definitely think i would want to take the safe route and <laughs> compete against like lower levels so that i could like get a spot and then compete against the best in at the games so the last uh competitions you did so you did the pit in that was like august 2020 
or September 2020. Yeah. And then you did, uh, was the games your next competition? Um, yeah, I guess so. The open and then all that qualifiers and then the games. Okay, so you win pit, you win the games, and then was Waterpalooza next after that? Yeah. And you won that? Yeah. Okay, we're seeing a trend. <laughs> There's a trend emerging. Enters competition, wins competition. Um, <laughs> Waterpalooza ended a bit, like, uh, I suppose frustratingly. Um, well, did you mind, like, when you were in first, did you care? Like, how would it, like, were you happy that, I don't care, I'm in first, I don't care if we missed out on an event, or, like, how did you feel about it? Um, I mean, I think either way, I, I would have liked to do the last event, but I think... I don't know. I liked it. I don't want to say I think I would win either way, but I like the event. So I, think I, I don't want to say I think me. I'd win either way, but I'd win either way. Um, <laughs> um, was there something about your, like, was there a mess up with your score or something? Did you think you would come second, but you'd actually come first or something? Was there something to do with that? It's your score. Um, I don't know. I think that they messed up like everyone's score with the whole oh, the swim. swim. Yeah. And, like, the chip timers and everything was off. So, I think everyone's score was messed up for a while. I was in second. So, I didn't know what was going to happen. But I was ready to just do that last event. And uh, hopefully that would help me get back into first. But then when they ended up fixing it, I was in first anyway. I don't know what happened. Did you guys have to do the complex, the clean? And what did you get in the? Uh, I got second in that. Wow. I think ours was like a little lighter than the elite. So like theirs, I think took a couple minutes, but ours was like a 40 second. I think, yeah, I did. I think I did it in 40 seconds. So it was a sprint. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'd say if I had 40 minutes, I probably still wouldn't. Um, <laughs> when does like winning all those competitions and, you know, like, now you're you're moving up so there'll be say i think if you if you stay in teen this year there'll be people in the 16 17 division of teen who are who have already done a year of the 60 you know who are ahead of you i suppose uh who are almost two years older than you and like does that bring any element of like unknown about the competitive field or like you know do you think that you have enough tools at your disposal that it doesn't really matter who you come up against uh, in the teenage division we'll say um I mean I think that I was gonna start with like a clean slate like going into Wadapalooza because that was against like older people yeah. too like aging up and so but once I won that I feel like that that just solidifies that like I'm capable of doing the same thing in the 16 to 17 with um older girls um do you have a manager I do yeah I just signed with Bijan oh okay yeah um and then because I noticed over there's you know there was a lot of hype especially after that snatch at the games but even before that um like there was a lot of talk about you say like two years ago and then over the last like say two years it's kind of gradually gotten louder and louder like is that like are you aware of that are you kind of like 
because obviously there's an element of fame that comes with that then of like notoriety that people know who you are and then obviously like a, a shit ton of people follow Jacob and would listen to him if and like he is constantly talking about how good you are and like how far you can go in the sport so it like is it something that you have to kind of just try and take in your stride or is it something that you've had to kind of wrestle with a little bit and be like okay like there's a bit of pressure that comes with this when he keeps telling everyone how good I am and then when more people are talking about me and when I'm in morning chalk up or I'm on some CrossFit Games video or uh, you know like whatever on Instagram or on YouTube like I suppose it's one thing to be an athlete and be a really good athlete and focus on your training and then you also have to focus on school and stuff but then there's also this other like element of people on the other side of the world know who I am and are looking at how I'm competing and how I'm training and stuff like does that ever like freak you out a little bit yeah I mean I feel like the expectations are really high and like I've had to get used to it because even at like Waterpalooza or like the games people asking for my picture and stuff I'd be like you want a picture with me like why but yeah I'm I'm gotten I'm getting used to it but um it definitely makes the expectations higher yeah um Jacob surprised you at Waterpalooza um I saw he he made a video or shared a video of he he kind of flew out you weren't expecting him to come out were you not no I had no idea that's cool um does it is that big boost then when he when he pops up yeah that was especially like with everything that was happening with the scores being wrong I think I was kind of in my head like oh, I'm in second, like, and there's nothing I can do about it, like, that's out of my control, and so I was, like, kind of down about that, but then once he showed up, like, like I said at the games, he just makes everything, like, makes me laugh the whole time, makes me have fun, so it makes it, like, enjoyable. Yeah. Um, is, was the being in second place, is that because, because it was, like, something that, you know like you felt like you were wronged I suppose like that there was a mistake made or something or are you just not used to not being in first place that stuff uh well we didn't really know what was going on with this like I knew the scoring was wrong but yeah I mean I knew it was wrong but I knew if they wouldn't have fixed it like in my head I would have known that um it wasn't like true and it probably would have just motivated me even more to like do better in the open in um this season um what's your training look like since Waterpalooza then is it all very open style like those kind of workouts or are you is that more so just take it in your stride and then once you start getting towards quarterfinals your training will change no, yeah, I've been doing open workouts every night. Oh, shit, okay. <laughs> like, past open workouts, like, repeats and stuff. For how, since when? Um, Probably just the last couple of weeks, just the first couple of weeks before the open. We start doing, um like, past workouts to get, like, used to or preparing for them or just in case they repeat one or whatever. And... Is is there a difference? No, sixteen, the seventeen, eighteen. No, the sixteen, seventeen weights are the are they the same as the open field? Yeah, they're the same as the elites. Okay, so you're you no longer are 
training heavy racing light you're just training and racing at the same the same weight yeah um okay that's cool that's exciting um and then another thing i wanted to ask you about was so obviously jacob retired uh like whatever about 18 months ago or yeah about 18 months ago um were you surprised when he decided he wasn't going to compete anymore or were you like upset that he you know like because obviously I suppose it would have been nice if he had competed at competitions not together but like at the same time or whatever um was there any element of disappointment on your part or is it great because now like you get loads of attention or loads of focus from him yeah I think at first I was sad I was like oh because we had originally planned like we're going to go to the games like at least one year together and like compete together. And then 2020 we both qualified, but then mine got canceled. So then that was kind of like out of it. And so then he retired. And um, I mean, now that I look back at it, like I was sad when he first like said it, but now I look back, like I'm glad that he was there with me at the games and I didn't have to like share my like attention because we have the same coach. So like, I'm glad I didn't have to like share that. Yeah. Um, are you expecting like when you, uh, when you move into the elite field or when you, you know, whether it's this year or next year or the year after or whenever, are you expected to be judged differently because you've been a successful teenager like I know Dallin recently said that like the success he had as a teenager was nice but that he's sick of talking about it kind of that he he's you know like that it's different now I suppose like are you expecting uh, like you know you've mentioned the kind of weight of expectation I suppose or the that a lot of people think that you're going to do great and then that obviously is nice but it also brings an element of pressure along with it like are, are you kind of anticipating being treated differently than other people who maybe qualify for the first time when they're 19 to the elite games or you know who who are in their rookie year like are you expecting to be treated any differently and then I suppose like we've talked about the pressure and we've talked about the um you know the weight of expectation like are, the, are those things that you're kind of aware of um yeah I mean I feel like if I qualify this year I will kind of have like some like um like people watching me just because I would be like the youngest there or whatever but also like I feel like I wouldn't have any expectations because I it's not like people would be expecting me to win I feel like I could just go out and do it and then see where I'm at compared to everyone and then it's kind of a free, um, a free just, swing I guess yeah, 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 it definitely, I feel like it would actually, like, take the pressure off. Like, I wouldn't have to win. I would just be able to go out and see where I, like, stack up compared to everyone. Yeah, that's cool. Um, Mal is with Bijan as well, isn't she? Yeah. And have you spoken to her much or have you, like, is there, like, Ripple Sports meetups or is that, like, does that exist? Um, I don't know that I don't think that happened but (laughs) I actually so she lived in Iowa and I'm from Kansas so last summer I went and trained with her like once a week so we would train together um, every once in a while and what what are like did you take anything from that or was it like uh, did you come back thinking like oh shit we need to change like stuff that we're doing or were you coming back thinking yeah like we're 
you know, we seem to be there or thereabouts to what she's doing. So that obviously makes sense. So we'll just keep going where we are. I mean, obviously, like, she's crazy. Like, she's so good. So she would beat me in a lot of workouts. But I don't think that really, like, changed, like, I think I still, like, I didn't want to change anything. Like, I knew my weaknesses before I went. And I think training with her just gave me, like, um, like confidence of like what I can do and like if she can do it then I can do it and yeah yeah um what have you any advice that you'd give to people who are maybe this is the first year they can do the open maybe like whatever 14 and they've been waiting like you waited to sign up to actually officially do it they've just been kind of secretly like doing it in the background of other people and now they're like oh I can actually sign up now um any advice for anyone who's who's taking on the teenage division for the first time um I don't know I would just say have fun like that's what I'm kind of trying to do like just have fun while I'm a teenager before it gets too serious because uh, it can definitely get serious and then that makes it not fun but I would say have fun because that's the most important and when I have fun I seem to like do good so yeah um what does a successful 2022 look like for you then so I guess there's two possible avenues your year could take like number one you could go the teenage division and number two you could go the elite division so what would success in both of those scenarios look like um so obviously it would be already like way beyond like successful for me if I qualified elite like that would be crazy but um if I qualified in the teenage I would say just winning it again and seeing um proving that I can like continue to win that what it wasn't like a fluke or whatever and um then just get better for next year so that I can hopefully qualify elite yeah um well look we'll finish with a quick fire um they're all either or um so snatch or clean Mm, I this is crazy but I think clean yeah god I I just feel like it's I just feel like, I don't know, I like it a lot better. I feel like with snatch, you can have, like, a bad day and, like, missile. It's a lot of, like, technique. And, like, with clean, it's, like, you can just do it and I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you can you can ugly your way out of a clean, whereas with yeah. snatch, you're, if you're gone, you're gone, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, Run or row? Rowing, for sure. Uh, dumbbell or barbell? Mm. I think depends on the movement, but probably barbell. Uh, ski or assault bike? Ski. Uh, cardio or gymnastics? Mm, probably cardio. And then Jacob or Winston? No, I'm joking. Um, I know you'd, <laughs> you'd pick Winston. Um, look, thanks uh, for coming on, taking the time <laughs> out. Uh, it was really nice getting to know you. I'm excited to see whatever avenue you take this year, what you can do. And I'm sure we'll be seeing more and more clips and snippets of crazy successful things that you do over the next like 10, 12, 16 years, however long you're in the competitive space. Um, so yeah, best of luck with the season and best of luck with everything and keep us posted on, on which route you decide to take. 
um yeah all the best thank you